So welcome to the Pioneer Podcast. We're so excited to be joined by Ryan Martin, who is a DSP at Emmaus, and Aaron, who is a resident at Emmaus. Thank you so much for joining us. How are you guys today? Good. Yeah, we're good. Thanks for having us. Yeah, and I am accompanied by my lovely colleagues, uh, Luke Mongelli, Mason Strawn, and Justin Stewart. Any Anything you guys want to say before we get kicked off? No, I think we're good to go. I think we're just ready to get into the questions here. Yes. Uh, Tony, did you have anything that you wanted to get us started with? Yeah, so I first want to get started with how you guys got to Emmaus. Ryan, we can actually start with you. How did you find Emmaus and how did you start with Emmaus and start working for it? Yeah, I started with Emmaus in May 2021 and I heard about it through University of Pittsburgh and they did an info session and it was on, I guess it was online over Zoom at that time. And it was something that really interested me because it was a lot of direct work with individuals. And yeah, I got to hear all about the community and what I would be doing. And I found it really interesting. And then I set up an interview and here we are. And, you know, I do want to put like one more thing, like another question is for people who don't know what Emmaus is, can you just like explain to the watcher, what is Emmaus? Yeah, it's Emmaus Community of Pittsburgh and a DSP is a direct support professional. And what it is is caregiving for people with intellectual and developmental disabilities. And caregivers get to go to the houses of each individual and provide as much support as the individual needs. And most of it is 24 hour staffing with the individual. And there's many houses and many residents staffing that usually provides one-on-one care. Yeah. And, you know, this next one is for Aaron, you know, how did you get into Emmaus and how was it, you know, growing up and being with Emmaus? Actually, I grew up in, I grew up here in Pittsburgh, actually. And my mom talked to me from Mrs. Wagner, who is CC's mom as well. But me and Cece been really, really close friends. So if you can tell, but we can be like sisters. I'm not kidding. And I already did a broadcast on my parents having a child with disabilities. And I won my first Golden Quill Award. Congratulations on that. Yeah, congratulations. Actually, I'm two times Golden Quill winner. Wow, two times. Wow. I could only dream about getting one. Yeah, I know. (laughs) It was on the episode was based on a child with intellectual disabilities. And I interviewed my parents and also interviewed my dad. He was very close to me, but I, not this Christmas, but Christmas ago past. You know how when you fall forward, we can fall forward, he fell back, hit his head. And that's how I lost my dad. So sorry to hear that. So the episode was went really well. Jennifer Jordan um, was my producer and helped me co-host my episode with my parents. And I did also one on Marshall Blanco as well, who's the CEO of Akiva. I didn't know that one. Yeah. That's pretty cool. And when when did you come to Emmaus? Actually, um, it was that my, not my mom's decision, but um, I made the decision about moving out where I was before. Let's say not too much, but it was a little hard to handle. <laughs> the like talking like, about it with your parents not talking about it with my parents but where i was living before oh, okay. i was right next door 
to my parents. Oh, were you? <laughs> so things didn't go well. So I end up coming over here and see what a is not a man. They asked me um, to come over to visit the house and see what it's like over here. And so my mom and Mrs. Ryder talked and got got me to make this decision on my own. I did. I just going to have a hospital with pneumonia. So I, um, after that, we went to the lake and mom got a phone call. Mm. She ended up losing her brother. So she goes, okay, we are going up to the lake house. So we did, and I talked to each of one of my brother's sisters about this decision. After all that, I went outside on the deck, sat on the porch, and talked to God, like I don't, don't normally do, about moving out, not moving out. I'm getting out of um, amazing life services. That was the other agency I was with. And my dad was really up there, so he helped me make he helped me make this decision for me. So I didn't want to let my dad down. So I made this decision on my own to move at a mainstay and came with Emmaus. What about Emmaus, Aaron? Do you what was your first impression? What do you what do you enjoy about Emmaus? I would say everything so um to know about how I first came to Emmaus and my dad kind of guided me in the right direction. Yeah. Do you remember like what feelings you felt whenever you first came into the, like the house? What how what does Emmaus make you feel? It felt like I already had a family, but I really now with Emmaus and it is, now it feels like I'm a part of a, I'm a Emmaus family now. So you mentioned your your friends. Uh, how much do your friends in Emmaus mean to you? I met a lot of different people when I first moved in. When I first moved here, so. And the couple that I already knew, so. Yeah, you're pretty close with your housemates. Oh, very. I grew up with C.C. Wagner and Marissa, Jane Niwa. So we've been, we, me and Marissa went to school together. And then um, C.C. and Marissa went to school at Mount Lebanon. I went to Canavan. So we still stay in touch. And C.C. had her own house here. Which she told me about it. I'm like, okay, I always want to see what um, this house is about. My mom was kind of wanting to see what this house is like and what um, that looked like, but to be a part of a mess. What would you say is the hardest thing cause, about living with other people? Because I know, personally, I, I when you go into a new area, it's a little hard to get adjusted with things. Actually, I went through a rough time because um, Cece was showing me around the neighborhood and we had someone we knew who lived on the same street. Her name was Carol Gaines, and she would show me around, show me where the tea is and everything, and there's another way around to get back to the house. And she had had a dog named Kippy, and as well, she showed me everywhere, and they had two dogs, like pit bulls, and one of them jumped over, the defense went down, and so they jumped over, she pushed me onto the ground, and that the two dogs go at it. And camping up bed, oh, Lord, I did not know. I get a phone call from my sister, Megan, saying, Aaron, you know that Kippy died? I'm like, no. Because I'm finding out from my sister, is it a CC? Two have been through a lot together, haven't you? Yeah. I feel like you all talk it out, though. 
know, whenever sometimes we talk about sometimes we butt heads. heads, but um Stacy kinda of starts it off. I mean that starts it off. I'm not going there. I'm not going <laughs> there. But yeah, you all at the end of the day I feel like you all get along really well. Yeah, we really do, well. yeah. It's a big learning curve, you know. It takes takes yeah. a lot of getting used to. Yeah, it's and they're human also, element of things, you know. Actually, I can't think of anything right now. So. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I was gonna ask this. This question's for both of you guys. So, like, for Erin, what's it like being around Ryan, and kind of vice versa with Ryan? What's it like being around Erin all the time? Oh gosh. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know Ryan in the very beginning. And then um, when she first came here, we were fine. But I would say like middle, in the middle part of it, things didn't go really well. Okay, yeah. That's how I'm going to put it. Yeah, I would say Aaron and I, let's see, we met at somebody's birthday party. Yes. In the summer. And then we've we've been through our our ups and downs right yeah because we've been we've spent a lot of time together we have we spend about eight hours a day together uh, right i would say and then 16 hours twice 16 hours a week and a lot about relationships and talking things through and i don't know i think we're at a pretty good place now though what do you think yeah i think we've gotten to know each other a lot Yes. Better through the the amount of time that we've spent together. Yes. Yeah. What does the typical day look like for you, Ryan, in terms of being with Aaron? So our typical day, I mean, when we start off, usually it's going to uh, to work, driving Aaron to work, right? Yes. And then picking Aaron up from work. But then before that, there's the usual like checking in with things, checking in with staff uh, during our shift exchange, checking in with Aaron, like what do you have going on for the day? Some days, Aaron, ha- you have like training, you have the trainers, you go. Yeah, to- I work and I come back. I have trainers in the week. Yep. And then you'll go to a program in the evening or only one evening trainers yep so they like flip-flop days and we'll talk about like what's for dinner prepare for dinner daily activities and providing as much support that Aaron needs throughout the day and you know kind of seeing what that looks like yeah so Emmaus I did see that you guys like hold you know annual events Aaron what's your favorite event when you guys hold events at Emmaus we kind of do a lot of different events one was doing tough golf they have some for like um Christmas and sometimes uh, with over uh, Thanksgiving and also Christmas as well so we do different things do different crafts all that kind of stuff and, and other projects that we do yeah a lot of fun. Mason, did you have any questions? Ryan, this is kind of one for myself as well here. So I've I've personally had uh, family members work as DSPs for other community groups previously. Have you had any other experience working with other groups before as like a DSP or is this your very first time? This is my very first one. Okay. How, how would you describe your time as of right now, and like, how long have you been with uh, Emmaus for? I don't remember if you mentioned it earlier or not. Yeah, I've been with Emmaus for almost a year. And my my experience has been really, I really enjoyed my time with Emmaus. And as a caregiver, I like working one-on-one with people. And I like the variety that comes with caregiving. I think like we talked about Erin has like her routine and you can go in kind of knowing that routine, but then there's like some other curveballs that might be thrown during the day or 
uh, that we kind of have to adjust to, which I think kind of keeps me on my toes and that I really like about it, you know, or just like everyday life stuff that everybody goes through. I think that's what caregiving really shows too, is those life skills and just how to be flexible too with the job, but also like you're entering somebody's home and to be, you know, to be aware of that. And um, it's just been a really, really great experience to learn and go in with that mindset and be mindful of like what's going on during the day you're around and everything. I really, I really enjoyed my time with Emmaus. Yeah. Ron, I want to ask you a question. So we kind of, my previous question kind of touched upon it here and like your experiences together, but like as a whole, how the people of Emmaus, whether it be like people you work with or the residents, how have they impact you impact you as a person oh my gosh they have impacted me so much I have learned so much about myself that that even I've had to adjust and my mindset and like I I'm with it with routine I love routine I love to stick to something but I've really had to practice kind of going with the flow and I I do think about you know being with Aaron and being with other residents and seeing their life changes and I feel like a lot of the times, whatever I'm going through, I've seen it in the lives of residents too. And it's reflective parallel process in that way. Mm -hmm. And I think it's been always a good reminder of the likes, take a step back and, you know, like we all go through these like moments and when you see it in somebody else too, you can really, it can really give you some time to think about it, which I don't know. I just always thought that the timing here at Emmaus has been really impactful and been very grateful (laughs) Ryan, do you work full-time hours or are you considered part-time? I am part-time, but I have upped my my hours. And over the summer, when I didn't have any school, I was I think, almost working full-time. And it does change, I think, some weeks when you just pick up more shifts or other weeks, other shifts are filled or because sometimes they need like second staff at other places too. So just pop in. Especially from our conversation with Karen Jacobson, we've learned that there is a huge staffing issue right now. I don't know if you wanted to elaborate on what that's been like working with such a stretched thin staff. I think for the staffing issue, it does reflect on DSPs a lot. Um, We do get called upon to like, like literally like by RAs, you know, Hey, can you pick up this shift? Can you fit this into your schedule? And I think more when people do get tired from it, and then you just kind of got to like reel that back in, take a moment too. Um, I've seen a lot of DSPs who work really hard and have felt the staffing shortage as well. And I, I was talking to Tony about it last night and I don't know if it's, you know, some people feel that they can't do caregiving, you know, And then I think it's thinking like about a lot of people who have, well, do have the qualities, you know, to be caregivers or in the future, like, you know, you never know a family member who's going to need caregiving or, you know, yourself. And it's just, yeah, it's, it's a, it is definitely a need right now for more staff uh, for caregiving. I want to ask Erin a question. What is your favorite hobby or activity spare time? I have several. One of my most favorite is doing broadcasting. Us too, for sure. <laughs> yeah, that's what major means. That's perfect. Love it. And I like to color. I like to paint because it kind of keeps me busy. So I kind of like doing that. What's the best thing you've ever drawn, if you could think of it? Because one that I was working on is like a mural and it's attached together. I made that for my niece for her graduation. Oh, that's okay. so awesome. Wow. <laughs> 
nice. That's very nice. So does anyone have anything else they'd like to talk about before we close things out here? Maybe. Yeah. Aaron, um, so you mentioned that you work. How has your work experience been and how, how do you like working? Actually, I work at Achieve on the South Side. And I've been there actually for, I am my 15th year working at Achieve on 16, which is good. A long time. Long time. <laughs> Means you're a really good worker. I just got, I just did my um, evaluation and it went really well. There's some things I have to work on. So my boss is going to help me out with that. Well, congratulations. Oh, better. Yeah. 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 Congratulations on the good evaluation though. You know, that's awesome. Yeah. Do you guys have any more questions or anything? I think I'm mm-hmm. about done. Anything else, Justin or Mace? No, I'm, I'm good. All good for me. Yeah, I'm all good here as well, honestly. All right. Ryan and Aaron, do either of you have anything for us before we end things today? Actually, I think we're good. Look at that. <laughs> All right. Well, I wanted to thank both of you for coming on and talking, taking time out of your day to talk to us. It means a whole lot. Talking to you guys has been a lot of fun, and I can't wait for you guys to see the finished product of the website that we're putting together. We're looking forward to it. Thanks so much. Yeah, thank you guys. Awesome. Thank you guys. Enjoy yeah, the rest of your day. You. you too. Bye. Bye. See you. <laughs>